for the thousands in attendance and the millions watching around the world. We are live and amplified. So let's get ready to podcast. Fire it up. Welcome, everybody, to another live and amplified livecast. I'm your host, Tom Quiet, and we are back at it again with another amazing podcast. Today, we have a very special guest. We have JL. How's it going today, Jay? Doing great. Thank you for having me, Tom. It's a pleasure to be here with you. Absolutely. I'm excited to sit down and chat with you a little bit, get to know more about you, your music. You know, I know you just released a new single uh, two, three weeks ago. Right. Yeah, just about. That's correct. You know, we are now uh, promoting Tequila Kiss, and it's from the album Ride the Wave that was released uh, last September. Awesome. And it's uh, it's doing great. You know, we're getting some great reviews and uh, getting the airplay. Uh, it's quite, quite amazing, actually. Uh, the last report I got last Saturday, uh, there were 79 stations, non-commercial stations, playing uh, playing the, the song and uh, other songs from the album. So we're we're happy. Yeah, for sure. That's amazing. When you've got so much support on as far as radio play goes, you can't really ask for much more. That's correct. Yes. So, um, so before we jump into Tequila Kiss and you know talking about uh, Ride the Wave and all that stuff um for the people that are just getting to meet you for the first time what's kind of your backstory what got you into music oh thanks for asking and uh i started playing guitar when i was a teenager around 15 14 15 and that led me to uh learn uh, how to sing eventually because i was quite fascinated by actually the songs that's really uh, what I thought was really the most interesting part of, uh, of the music that I gravitated to was these great songs that give you energy and a lift and boost when you listen to them, right? Mm-hmm. And eventually I figured, you know, let, let me try to learn more about the writing and see if I can come up with uh, some some good songs and, and perhaps, you know, pass that on to people uh, just the way I you know, enjoyed it coming from these great writers over the decades of, of music out there and, and going even farther than that, uh, back to classical music and, and classical pieces that really moved me. So um, I got into the, the writing later, you know, in my early 20s when mm-hmm. I started really, you know, go for that. And uh, I've been working on that since and, and trying to come up with the best possible music I can come up with and hopefully pass on that great energy and that great vibe that you get from a song that moves you, you know. For sure, for sure. So when you started the uh, exploration of writing music and started really exploring that avenue of creativity, uh, who were some of the musical influences you were listening to? Oh, because I started with guitar, I, I was a broad range of folks, you know, Eric Clapton, of course, uh, Hendrix and, and you know, more, you know, contemporary uh, guys at the time, of course, uh, these great heavy metal, uh, you know, guys who, uh, there's a list of them, right, Van Halen, of course, and, um, and that was fun guitar, right, that was like flashy stuff and, and loud, super loud. But I also studied uh, a little bit of classical guitar and, and uh, really got into the pieces that Bach wrote and, and tried to do, you know, a little bit of finger picking because uh, it opened up some avenues in terms of uh, arranging the song too. So uh, lots and lots of guitar players, a little bit of jazz, though, you know, definitely it's not, you know, my, my uh, you know, world uh but just curious really really curious about these great guitar players and especially those who had a, a way to bring that together with great songs you know i mean you can look at what eric clapton did over the years uh, certainly great guitar playing when he was doing the more bluesy uh pieces but then also had some great songs that carried uh through 
uh, over the, the years that he's been out there doing that. And then that led me to look into other writers and, and looking into the uh, force Sting and, and others and, um, you know, see how things developed from there. But uh, I'm always looking for, for both, you know, combining what I think is fun guitar or interesting guitar playing and um, also great songs. Sure. Uh, so when you were uh, started learning how to play guitar, was the original idea just you just playing guitar or did you have aspirations of being in a band? What was kind of? Oh, yeah, it, it was, you know, both a little okay. bit of, of uh, the solo parts, uh, because some of, of these great pieces, you know, you can definitely listen to that and, and enjoy playing uh, acoustic guitars, whether it's uh, classical pieces or, um, you know, uh, finger-picking country music, uh, and, and those are really fun to play and difficult to play. Uh, but then, you know, the, the most fun part was, of course, playing with bands, right? Uh, we have a, a cool rock band, at least in my, uh, you know, my preferences, uh, was, was more towards rock, and, and uh, uh, that that's... That's a lot of fun. Uh, you know, guitar can be a lot of fun. There's so many great sounds that you can get out of a guitar, and um, it's it's really what I gravitate gravitate to, and and that's always been sort of the focus, mm -hmm. um, and try to come up with great melodies to uh, to go with that, and and um, mix that together in a way that's fun both interesting from a, a guitar standpoint and also from a musical melody standpoint and lyrics. For sure, for sure. At, has there, at any point, did you decide to pick up any other instruments? Is it, or has it just been straight guitar the entire yeah, you time? Know, I tried, <laughs> I tried to, uh, I, I found this violin once in the store. It was extremely uh, affordable. So I, but that didn't go anywhere. I couldn't get a, a sound out of that. And, uh, and then piano a little bit. Yeah. I, you know, I can, I can, you know, certainly play chords on the piano, but, yeah. um, I never explored that much. Okay. Further. Um, so it's really a guitar, uh, you know, and that's, that's been, uh, plenty uh, and, and it's, you know, it's perishable skill. <laughs> so in my case, anyway, you know, if I don't practice, uh, you know, enough, uh, it, it goes away pretty quickly. So I figured it's best to stick with one instrument, really, in my case, you know, but so, some folks can really, you know, do uh, everything and, and do it well. But no, I'm, I'm stuck with guitar and, and that's fine. That's plenty right there. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So you're based out of New York now. Are you born, raised New York, or where are you from originally? No, no, no. I, I was born actually in the Alps. Uh, the border between France and Switzerland, uh, and I studied there the, in Geneva Conservatory of Music, and came to New York because I actually uh, got a, a job for from um, a band here that uh, uh, you know hired me, and uh, I, I stayed in New York, fell in love with New York. It's uh, it's an amazing place, and it's certainly it's an amazing place when it comes to music. Um, uh, in fact, it's the music I like and, and uh, great, great musicians that you can learn from, you know, and clubs. Obviously, nowadays, uh, things are a little difficult for yeah. live and clubs, but um, certainly over the years I've been here, um, it's just been a fantastic um, experience and, and great learning experience. So many talented, talented people. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, that's been great. Yeah, I've often given New York a lot of thought, but just the thought of living in a big city like that, like, because I grew up in the south side of Chicago mm -hmm. and just living there gave me anxiety. I can only imagine what New York would do. Oh, it, it's uh, it's tough. It's yeah. tough. It's it's not like, hey, come on in and, and they roll the red carpet or anything. Yeah. No, I, I, I totally relate. Um, the anxiety level, <laughs> it's high. Yeah, uh, no doubt. Uh, you know, it's certainly in my experience. So I totally understand your your experience as well. Yeah. Um, so it, it, you know, it, you do what you love, right? If you can, to the extent that you can, and uh, and you you live with it and and put up with it. But yeah, it's um, it, it's not like uh, 
it's an easy, super, you know, yeah. ride by any stretch of the imagination. Yeah, for sure. It's a, uh, I, I know exactly where you're coming from. It's that, that's just kind of why New York, I'll come and visit, but that's about it. I can handle New York for maybe a week before. Oh, good, good. That's, that's not bad at all. <laughs> some, maybe, people, some people don't last, you know, a day or two. Yeah. So uh, it has its, uh, its you know, challenges and, and yeah. great energy that, you know, it's for each of us to decide right, how much we can, we can put up with and, and live with in that respect. But I do find uh, the retreat of a quiet, you know, peaceful, you know, apartment, studio apartment in my case, mm-hmm. um, welcome, you know, because, you know, the moment you get out, I mean, and especially if you're visiting, you're going to be hit by nonstop uh, noise, people, yeah. you know, level of activity, traffic, you name it. So your senses get like a rush, yeah. you know. And you go to clubs and it's loud music and it's, you know, uh, you know, lights and sounds. So for you need you need to find a way to to relax. You need to find a way to retreat, you know, uh, otherwise it's, uh, it's overwhelming for sure. Yeah, I've talk to a lot of musicians that are based out of New York in various different boroughs. And every time I talk to them, the conversation comes up about when I'm coming out to New York, how I'll never be able to sit still like 24 hours in a day. Is it going to be enough because they're going to be moving me around and what have you? (laughs) Yes. It's, (laughs) It's just like, Oh, we'll take you over to Coney Island. We'll take you down. And they're like telling me all this stuff. And I'm like, okay, let's, (laughs) yeah. So, well, you know, they they call it the city that never sleeps for Mm. for good reason. I mean, you can be in a cab on Second Avenue, you know, going down to 8th Street. uh, And and it's 3 a.m., 4 a.m. And it's just as much traffic that, that, that there is like a, 4 p.m. or yeah. 10 a.m. It's nonstop, nonstop. Um, you know, so hey, it's it's what it is, right? I, I dig it. Like that, the idea behind that just seems like if I want to get something done and it's late at night, because I do have those moments and where I'm at here in Central Texas, if I wake up at 4 a.m. and it's like, wait a minute, I need to get this done, I have to wait until the morning because there's nothing open or what, like if I need to go run to the store or whatever, to go buy something. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's the, yeah, that's the counter of it. And, and it's, you know, it's really interesting in that respect because you get used to it, right? Sometimes I'm able to like, obviously travel and and, uh, not be in the world all the time Mm. and and you get used to it, you know? So you're right. What you described, you know, it's like, Oh, uh, well, I can't do that now. (laughs) I'm going to have to wait, Uh, you know, but that's, that's, uh, you know, part of the the overall experience. Yeah. Um, So obviously prior to the pandemic, or during the pandemic, you haven't been able to do this that much, but uh, how often do you get to go back home? To... Oh, um, I, you know, don't go that often, okay. um, but, um, you know, occasionally I, if I can certainly travel. Yes, you're right. I mean, the pandemic just created this yeah. brand new <laughs> world <laughs> of, uh, of non-traveling, certainly for me. Um, you know, but, but it's, it's, um, you know, technology, uh, as we are experiencing it right now, uh, enables you to stay in touch really easily nowadays. So yeah, um, that's, that's what you do. You wait, you know, patiently and uh, get on Zoom or, or whatever, you know, Skype and and uh, you can communicate with folks and stay in touch. So at least uh, we have that for now. Yeah, for sure. Like, I mean, thanks to Zoom, Zoom's made everything a little bit more easier, especially yes. do, like during during the uh, pandemic, I wouldn't have been able to do my podcasts, and now right. we do it over Zoom. Yeah, it's, it's quite uh, you know it's quite amazing uh, how things have 
developed and, and expanded. Absolutely. So uh, kind of shifting gears over to uh, your music and whatnot, you released an album in 2021, Ride the Wave. Um, and then you also released a single earlier this year. Is that a standalone single? Uh, oh, no, that's part, of, that's part of the album. So we started that's- with uh, the first single was Miss Mess. Also. Okay. And then the second one was uh, Tequila Kiss. And, um, you know, it's... It, uh, it takes a while because it's obviously um, more independent than not. And, uh, you know, by the time you reach out to everybody and, and that you can possibly reach out to and, and go to the stations um, and, and the press. So, so, you know, it's a, it's a labor of love that, you, you know, you can spend a year, 18 months, you know, promoting an album. Um, and, uh, and, you know, that's the, the nature of the beasts. It's, uh, you know, we're not in a situation where we can blast out a new release to everybody in the world. And, you know, that's uh, more the world of uh, major labels and, and that kind of, uh, you know, uh, financial support. So it, it's more, you know, hey, a little bit every day. Right. Yeah. And um, and that's what it is. And it's and it's quite good. I mean, it's it's been a, a fantastic experience because the response has been positive, super positive. Yeah. And uh, I'm, I'm really happy with it. And uh, I love to listen to the records. I mean, you know, it's it's just it's mine, of course. Mm-hmm. Right. What am I going to do? But it's not so much that it's, you know, the, the producer, Caleb KBC Sherman, did a magnificent job. And uh, I'm really having a great time and I'm really happy with it. So uh, it's a, it's an easy, you know, uh, work to, to let people know it exists and, and that uh, they should give it a listen and hopefully they'll enjoy it. But um, it's, uh, it's definitely every day, nonstop. And it's going to be like this for, for quite a few more months. And, and that's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So for Tequila Kiss, since that's specifically the song that you've uh, that you've brought up, uh, what's the story behind that song? Yeah, so like uh, many of the people I know during the pandemic, either glued to the social networks or or you know glued to my TV set. So I was binging on this show, The Vampire Diaries, right? Okay. And I thought the, the lead uh, actress, Nina Dobrev, was really excellent and, and fun. And she was playing like two characters. And, and the show is, to me, a lot of fun, right? I mean, you know, between the, the, the vampires and, and, and certainly Damon, who's got this crazy uh, attitude and, and uh, fun character. Um, and it's super fiction and you know it was really entertaining so i was like binging through the whatever six seven seasons of this thing and i you know started looking at uh, you know dobrev's on on instagram and started following her and she's really an interesting person from that distance right i've never met her and, mm-hmm. and uh, i i you know she does a lot of cool stuff i mean she went swimming with sharks she jumps off airplanes she's really active and travels a lot and does things that I wouldn't do, right? I'm more like an introvert, you know, put me in a studio, you know, dim the lights and I'll I'll be there for days with my guitar and and a microphone. Um, But she's out there doing things. So so I started following. And from that standpoint, I thought, wow, wouldn't it be interesting if I were to write a song uh, about this this lady? And and, uh, from the standpoint of a fan, a follower, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, so I came up with that. And she apparently loves tequila, from what I read in, in, uh, in an article somewhere. So I figured, I love this fantasy thing about this, this guy, you know, locked in, watching TV, following Instagram, and having this, like, uh, imagine, you know, imagining the, the possible meeting this this uh, uh, person, and I called it Tequila Kiss, and, uh, and uh, wrote about, uh, you know, her and, and some aspects of her, of her life. And it has that little Latin flavor. I mm-hmm. used a classical guitar uh, through that. And, and Caleb, the producer, as I mentioned earlier, did a really good job bringing it together with lots of cool you know, sounds. Uh, and, and it's been fun. It's been fun to, uh, to pass it around. And, and it's gotten good response. So 
Yeah, like just from the basic stats that I can see off of Spotify, it looks like it's doing really well. So that's that's got to be exciting. Yeah, yes, we got some plays there as well, and uh, and the, you know Spotify is extremely extremely difficult. Um, certainly, everybody who's got <laughs> a, a list or playlist and some yeah. followers has figured out they can monetize all that, and you know we won't pay for for that. We can't you know, afford to, uh, to, to buy plays and it's not recommended. Mm -hmm. But, but it's, uh, it's, you know, overall the response has been good and uh, both on the uh, review sides of things, got some really good reviews uh, for the song itself, not just the album. And um, also um, from, from plays on, on this radio stations and, uh, and Spotify, as you mentioned, and, and, you know, surprisingly, because we, we did not uh, target um, the Grammys in any way, shape or form, but the album was, was put on the ballot for best pop vocal album, which was a surprise and a welcome one, of course. Yeah. Um, so, so it's, uh, it's fun. It's a fun record to listen to. I, I keep saying it, but it's, uh, I enjoy it for that in that respect. And I'm only, you know, bringing it up simply because, um, that's what I was saying earlier, right? When I was saying, hey, I got into songwriting, see if I could pass on that kind of fun energy that you get mm-hmm. when you listen to a cool song and listen to a cool album. Um, and uh, that's that's what I tried to do. And, and uh, you know, I'm, I'm hoping that more people get to hear it and obviously uh, more people get to enjoy it. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, it's that's really cool that you... Um, that's the reason why you got into uh, guitar play. Why did I say guitar writing? That sounded really weird. Wow. Well, that's part of it. You know, playing and writing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is the challenge. I was trying to say guitar playing and then just in my Midwestern head, that didn't sound right. So guitar writing came out of my mouth. Instead. Yeah, but it's actually a, a very good way to put it because certainly in my case, right? It's guitar writing a lot. I, I always start from that standpoint. You know, I pick up the guitar and I pull around, right? And I hear something in the midst of, you know, playing through, you know, the course of, uh, of the day or whatever hours I spend on it. Mm-hmm. And from that stems a song. So you really like nailed it in that respect because it's uh, other folks have a different approach. Mm-hmm. Like I, I rarely, very rarely uh, start with lyrics and write music to lyrics because usually I find that uh, less interesting what I come up with. You know, mm-hmm. I, I come up with stuff that I feel is sort of one of the mill. And yeah. so it's more of the opposite. Like, hey, oh, wow, that sounds kind of cool. What did I just play? Uh, and usually it's accidents, you know, <laughs> it's not like, oh, it's a calculated thing. And, um, and I develop that and then I bring that together with lyrics or story that I have been, that inspires. Um, so it is really guitar writing. That, yeah. that is a great way to put it. See? For my, you know, yeah. My- I got you. It's so funny. Cause that just kind of came out in not knowing what else to call it. So <laughs> that's so funny. Oh, uh, so you brought up that ride the wave is uh, getting some Grammy attention. It's nominated correctly. No, or? I didn't get the nomination. Right. Uh, the first step is, is you get on the ballot. So you have to be selected to be on the ballot. Right. Gotcha. gotcha. So, so the folks, uh, wherever they are, what narrows, they decide on the number of albums that fit a category such as pop vocal album in this case. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how many they pick. Uh, yeah. to tell you the truth. I never found out how many you pick. But you have to first be on the ballot. And then the voters decide out of the list that uh, they are presented with on that particular category ballot, uh, which of these get first to be nominated. It's usually five nominees. Yeah. Um, and then uh, the, out of the five, there's a, and and in in this particular category this this year uh, it's Justin Bieber, Doja Cat, uh, Ariana Grande, Billie Eilish, and um, this young lady's name is going to escape me. Uh, but uh, oh, is it uh, Olivia Rodriguez? Yes, yeah. yes, that's it, that's it. 
Uh, so, you know, I, I don't know much about the process and, and really never expected to even come that close to yeah. it. But uh, MTS, uh, Michael Stover, uh, from, from the, the, the gentleman who's uh, got us in touch and, and uh, does a lot of amazing work promoting the record, um, he, uh, you know, submitted and, and, uh, and uh, they decided, yeah, it's worthy of being on the ballot. So, so that was nice. That was nice to, to get that sort of uh, thumbs up, right? Yeah, for sure. Just yeah. getting, getting on the ballot. Like I, I'd be almost curious to figure out what, like how, how they decide what gets on the ballot. Like, yeah, that- so I, I, you know, from what I understand, uh, a group of folks decide, Hey, uh, it's worth it or not worth it, but I can't say much more than that. I gotcha. 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 And then, um, so now like, right. Grammys, they happen soon or have they already happened? I think they postponed it to uh, April 3rd or something. Gotcha. It, it was supposed to be January 31st. Okay. Because of, of uh, the, uh, the Omicron, Omicron thing. Yeah. That's what the last thing I saw is that it postponed it to the, to the beginning of April and it's a live event in LA. So there. Yeah. 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 That makes sense. So well, uh, that's the case. Yeah. So uh, ride the wave is out now. It's on streaming platforms. Are you um, re- releasing any hard copies of it, or like selling hard copies, or is it just streaming? No, 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 just uh, digital. And uh, there was some a few pr- printed, uh, a few CDs printed for radio promotion, mm-hmm. uh, but only like a few hundred, and uh, nothing fancy. Just uh, you know simple cover yeah of the I, list of the songs gotcha. but, uh, yeah the, the um i'm not even exploring vinyl or or cds at this stage um just sticking to digital and yeah. we'll see in the future you know yeah that makes sense like i mean you know especially right now nobody's really playing any show like depending on where you're at i'm assuming in new I, york shows aren't really happening like that no. No. So it's like, do you, unless, yeah, unless you yeah, got a, go ahead. As I say, unless you got it, like, unless you're massively into streaming and you have a huge following there, you know, hard copies probably aren't the way to go right now. So, right. so, so if you, if you're able to sell uh, at shows, that's, that's a great, you know, piece to have uh, an album. Uh, that you can sell at the show. But what, what happened also, and was interesting, is prior to COVID, uh, quite a few stations, radio stations, still preferred to get the physical CD. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, to have that in their library, to be able to pull it out, put a CD on for the DJs to, to put something on from that. But then many of them uh, had to stop that um, and go to digital, um, more so because... Uh, less interaction, less uh, people in the office uh, dealing with the mail and, mm-hmm. and all that good stuff. So what I was told is actually quite a quite a few stations, you know, gotten more in line with the digital world mm-hmm. uh, than they were prior to the to the pandemic. Yeah, I I 100% understand that standpoint. It sucks, but that's just kind of where everything yeah. is. I mean, I, I guess it sucks and it doesn't suck because you don't have to spend all this money printing up hard copies just to give it away. Yeah. Right? So that's, yeah, that's always been part of the business. Right. And, mm. But yeah, it's, it's heading in a, in a different direction. And then mm-hmm. nowadays also they, they like to just go to YouTube and, yeah. and uh, not even a platform where you need to sign up, you know, sometimes with, Spotify, if they don't have it, if they don't have an account, or if you know at the station or yeah. whoever has your account that's not around. So so they, they actually prefer if you point them to YouTube, even if it's not a full-blown video, but you know, a, a picture. And so that way they can check out the song. They don't have to download anything, they don't have to open a package of anything if they don't if they don't dig it. Okay, that's yeah. all right, you know, uh, not interested. And then if they're interested, then they can go and download. Yeah. You know, um, so you know, when, when you approach radio stations, you send them 
uh, uh, an email with a link to the YouTube and then a link to the download. And if they, you know, they can click listen without logging in and doing anything. Yeah. And then if they like it and they want to download the stuff for their, for their, um, Playlists, their radio playlists. Yep, yep, absolutely. So, uh, ride the wave out now. Uh, what's kind of the plan moving forward? I know you said you still got several months of promoting this album, but are you working on? Are you writing right now, or where are you kind of at creatively? I try to always write um, a little bit uh, as often as possible, as time permits, because mm-hmm. what I find is if I uh, if I just do um, writing by chunks when it's time to write, I tend to circle around the same ideas. Mm-hmm. Sort of the first choice, right? You, you pick up your guitar and you go like, oh, I'm comfortable playing that. So maybe I'll, I'll write another song like it. Um, if, if I think it's better for me, and, and certainly I hope for the, for the listeners to if I challenge myself and, and in order to do that, I write a lot and I write as often as possible and, you know, push myself to, to explore avenues and do things differently and, yeah. and learn new things so that I can ultimately, you know, choose something more interesting. There's a lot of diversity on the album. You know, some, some people uh, have more uh, cohesive, like one style of music, if you will. And, and it's perfectly acceptable either way. You know, if you're, if you're putting out a dance record because, you know, you want your, your, your fans to enjoy dance, great dance music and, and to be dancing, right? They put on the album, they want to dance. And um, it's, you know, great. Uh, you don't want to surprise them with uh, some music that is completely uh, spatial, you know, chill out in the middle of a dance record because that's not the vibe they're, they're in for. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I like a more diverse album myself when it comes to songwriting. And uh, Ride the Wave has got quite a, a few different types of songs and, and uh, it's interesting in that respect. You know, I'm more like a fan of uh, albums uh, in the 70s yeah. uh, when you know, Queen was releasing albums and there's all kinds of stuff in there it wasn't just rock right um and and uh same with billy joel or other artists where there's more diversity from a songwriting standpoint so i i tend towards that and that requires from my you know on my side to to really put a lot of work in exploring things and coming up with different ideas so that it's a it's more diverse and experience when you listen to it awesome awesome and so um, we brought, we talked about shows. I, those aren't really happening for you right now, or unfortunately, not right now. It's yeah. going to be a while longer before that. that oh, when there isn't a pandemic, how often are you usually playing shows? Uh, you know, it's a great question because prior to um, that album, uh, I had an EP out that mm-hmm. um, I was promoted. So promoting, and so yeah, it was more like you know every month i was trying to to put something together but it also depends on the opportunities that come up yeah uh and and the and shows are expensive you know because you have to to really pay the band travel so it's not always easy to match the opportunities with the budget yeah i I can you know obviously do shows by myself uh but uh full band is uh it's a bit expensive to put together and, and maintain and support. So, um, but hopefully things will, you know, return to somewhat normal. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've, I feel like I've been saying that for the last year and a half. Right. Right. We all wish for it. That's yeah. for sure. And honestly, almost two years. Right. Yeah. I mean, think about it next month will be two I years. So right. yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll see how it goes. Um, no, that's awesome. Uh, and then just kind of outside of music, when you, when you need to step away and just kind of decompress from everything, what are some of your hobbies? What do you do to just kind of get away? Great question. Yeah, I you know I'm a I'm a fan of easy crossword puzzles. <laughs> uh, I always they're easy though because I I don't want to get frustrated with like 
complicated uh, definitions that I can't make sense out of. Yeah. Uh, otherwise, I love to watch TV and, and um, you know, I, I tend to go for murder mysteries, you know, or like a, you mean Dexter or, you know, mm-hmm. or obviously the Vampire Diaries. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but um, yeah, that's that's sort of, sort of where I, I, uh, I, you know, go to uh, mm-hmm. for, for a break from music. But, but the, the pure break from music is definitely with crossword puzzles. There's no music there. Uh, with TV, there's always some great music somewhere in the background passing yeah. through. So, yeah, I 100% understand. Uh, have you watched any uh, good shows or series recently that kind of stuck yeah. with you? Yeah, I, I, uh, I did watch the, the, the last Dexter um, Yeah. Uh, season that was that was on recently, mm-hmm. uh, New Blood as they called it. I enjoyed that. Uh, I enjoyed some um, actually British uh, 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 drama, like um, you know uh, detective shows. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, and I'm watching this uh, George Gently, which is set in the late '60s. Okay, that's, that's really cool flavor of. Uh, uh, of that era and, and lots of music from that era, which is kind of nice. Yeah. Uh, you know, 68, 69 uh, music was, was uh, definitely original and, and lots of fun there. Yeah. Uh, and uh, that's, you know, what's what's been going on. For sure. For sure. I've been, uh, I need to watch the fourth season of Ozark, but I need to go back and rewatch the th- third season yeah so so at, at the end of the third i thought they, they were terminated but apparently they have a fourth one huh yeah the, the oh, fourth one great. the fourth one draw uh, came out within the last couple of weeks and okay. i when i was started so i started watch i watched the series started watching with my dad about a year ago uh we were on a family vacation and he was like hey have you ever watched ozark and i'm like no and he like we're in the middle of a vacation and he turns on the first episode and it's like all right and so then from then on i just kind of ran through all three seasons but since it's been so long i need to go and i didn't like towards the last half of the third season i was watching it while i was like working and stuff Uh so i didn't quite pay attention so i need to go back and watch it to make sure i understand everything Right, right. Um, yeah, it's it's a good one. I really enjoyed it, uh, and I was kind of disappointed when uh, there's it out. It's like, yeah. oh, it's not going to be a fourth one. But that's great. That's great news. I'm I'm with you. I'm going to go back and <laughs> brush up. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, the uh, John Wayne Gacy documentary series. I'm I'm really into that kind of documentary series where they yeah, uh, like the serial killers and all that yeah. stuff. That's that's all really interesting to me. So, yeah, I just watched Mind Hunter recently. Yeah, it's a Netflix one, and that was, that was wild. And I don't know, there were only two seasons available, but that, that's kind of in the vein. It's not documentary exactly, mm. but it it's you know looks at the history of the FBI changing yeah. approach to chasing after these. Yep, I, I watched a little bit of it, but. I wasn't in the right mind frame to watch it. So I kind of stopped and I was just like, maybe one day I'll go back and watch it. But yeah, it's heavy and it's dark, you know, uh, yeah. but I enjoyed it. You know, I did uh, finish that. And that was great. Yeah, for sure. So I don't want to keep you too much longer here. Uh, oh, so R- ride the wave is out. And then, so I, I just, for my own sake, uh, going off of your spotify you released it looks like you released a single the soul the soul yes yeah so uh you know there are some interesting things with spotify that um i'm exploring with songs that i've got um and and they're not being i'm testing things that's Mm -hmm. what i'm doing you know because uh there's something really you have to be extremely careful with Spotify in my experience because mm-hmm. if you get caught in some fake traffic by on, on you know not even trying to you know you yeah. get on some playlist and they get uh, you know they boost their traffic with with robots uh, you can get kicked out 
So, uh, you know, I, I'm very careful with Spotify. Uh, obviously, it's part of the, all of the distribution stores and, and stream, streaming platforms that you get when you put your album out. And um, I, I, but I'm, but I'm careful with, it, you know, so, so I usually, occasionally I will release a, a song and sort of see how it plays out with certain lists and, and not put uh, an entire album at risk. Mm-hmm. The Soul to Soul is new. I, I put that out just, you know, and see how it, it, it plays out. But right now I'm not going to push that, you know, yeah. out there to the stations and whatever you know the, the, the ride the wave album it's great there's lots and lots of great music but you know uh i also like to see how i can better understand how the platform works yeah uh, how i can you know hopefully get more people interested in the music and when you release a single it gives you that flexibility to you know not put the entire album at risk by, you know, running in some, you know, crazy fake situation that's out there because yeah. it's quite unfortunate, but it happens, you know, um, you don't really know when, when you get on the playlist, the followers and, and where they come from and Spotify doesn't tell you. Mm-hmm. Spotify certainly doesn't tell you anything. Um, you know, I've been sending emails and asking, you know, questions and uh, nothing. Yeah. So, um, you know, I, I usually try to be cautious with the releases. Uh, Ride the Wave is totally promoted uh, by MTS management and, and Michael Stover and does an amazing, amazing job. Um, and it gets, you know, passed on through uh, reviewers and, and Folks like you have great shows and, and podcasts. And um, but as far as some of the releases, yeah, you'll you'll see some songs that are uh, almost um, you know just little singles that are put out there and just see what happens and test some you know ways to, mm-hmm. to promote it. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, I was just trying to make some sense of that because when you said that you uh like even going back and rereading like the email and your website seeing what you were promoting there i'm like well you got newer music that's up on spotify and so now that you're kind of explaining it it all makes a lot more sense now so you know i mean it's a really challenging business Mm -hmm. right it's always been as far as i know historically from what i've read experienced or what I'm experiencing now, it's extremely, extremely difficult. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, you, you can try many, many ways and many things uh, to the extent that you have the time. And, and certainly if you have a little bit of money, uh, which is, you know, always helpful. But at the same time, because of the technology, because of these new ways to uh promote things uh, that are sort of a big black box in many respects. Um, you know, the, the days when, hey, you sent your album at the time to the reviewer at mm. Rolling Stone magazine, and it was printed and it was out in a, a couple of months later in the November issue, uh, you know, there were plenty of unknowns around yeah. that. Don't take me wrong, but but it sort of like okay, that that's uh, printed and it's out and yeah, there you go. Um, you know, with especially with streaming platforms and playlists, and I get bombarded. I mean, literally bombarded with hundreds of emails from folks who are like, hey, you know, uh, for nine hundred ninety nine dollars, I can get you a million streams and blah 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 blah. blah. Uh, like yeah great um uh, maybe later because i don't know if the million streams from uh, a server in you know the mountains yeah. of himalayas or someplace um that's not going to do me any good you know yeah no. and eventually um you know i don't make music for servers yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, i make music for people who enjoy listening to music and 
That's why I have favorite radio stations yeah. and, and podcasts and, and real people you can have a conversation with and writers, reviewers. Yeah. Rather than streaming, because, um, you know, hey, great. I'm glad that people are enjoying music through streaming and we can have millions of songs they can listen to, uh, whether it's on Spotify or iTunes or Amazon. And they all promote the services like, yeah, hey, we have millions of songs. Great. You know, uh, so, but uh, there's, there's that element of unknown, you know, and of course, live is the best way, right? Uh, the audience is there, however yep. many folks are coming that night or that day to, to yeah. hear you play. And if they're enjoying it, they clap, you know, <laughs> if they're not, they walk away. <laughs> yes. You can't be more real than that, uh, you know. And from, from my standpoint, uh, wanting to pass on great music to the extent that I can, I prefer that. And I prefer that, you know, response that, you know, uh, people's response than uh, numbers uh, on streams, but you know, yeah. it's there and, and you have to work with it. So. Yeah, for sure. You know, it's, it's fortunate and unfortunate at the same time that uh, just about streams and, you know, yeah. like, and just how easy it is to be manipulated. Yeah. And some folks talk, talk about how the industry uh, in, at large, and I, I can't, you know, I don't know. The industry at large so much but you know like hey uh, how many streams do you have how many followers do you have how uh you know did you make a did you have a million views or two millions or ten millions on mm -hmm. you know, this it's, gentleman told me oh yeah well if you don't have 10 million views on um youtube uh you know nobody's gonna pay attention to you great that's fantastic yeah. um i respect that it, it, right. it comes down to that old uh, quantity over quality debate. Yeah, and and who are these views and streams and under what circumstances? You know, um, again, I, I'd rather be in front of two or three people in a club or you know someplace or uh, and and know that hey. They're here. They're clapping, or they're walking away. At least uh, we're having uh, a relationship of sort, an interaction of sort, mm -hmm. um, and that I think is is the power of music. And um, but uh, I, you know, however people want to enjoy music, that's their prerogative. And yeah. if if they are listening, and that's that's great. If robots are listening, <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I've got a there. There's a buddy of mine that we've done a little bit of work with a few years back. He lives out in West Texas and he's an older guy that sing, it does like the solo acoustic singer songwriter stuff, which is cool. And he doesn't have a huge following, but he has like three to 400, like super dedicated fans that just really support him in everything he does. And he's like, I mean, I'm not making great money, but I make enough to live and afford a house in That's West Texas. In West Texas, so it's like yeah. more power to you. You don't have to have a job to support your music addiction. Right. So, yeah, sweet. That's that's wonderful. I mean, you know, because look, real people besides the you know the clapping and, and the thumbs up uh, will also. You know, hey, say, hey, I'm happy. Here, here's you know, uh, twenty dollars. I, I want to see you again. You know, let me mm. know. You know, and maybe they'll buy a T-shirt or something, yeah. or, or a CD, as we were talking earlier. Then you know, yeah. you can press some CDs, and uh, because they they've experienced something valuable, right? It was mm. like, hey, this is cool. You know, I want to hear that again. And that's what we all wish for. Um, you know, but you know, the, the Spotify world, however fantastic it, it can be for many artists and I'm glad it's great. Uh, you know, you have to remember that when you do get paid, you get paid 0.004 cents mm -hmm. per stream. And uh, that is if Spotify deems them to be legitimate. You know, yeah. They say, oh, I don't know, your stream somehow came from machines, so we think so. Uh, well, so there goes your 0.004 cents. Yeah. Uh, you know, and that's okay. I, look, it, it's the world, right? We're saying, hey, hey, we're grateful we have Zoom, right? Yeah. 
well, we are not necessarily always grateful about streaming services, but hey, you're there and that's the world we live in. And that's the way it is. And until the live shows are back to somewhat normal, hopefully, um, you know, we have to deal with that. That's it. Yep. Yep. A hundred percent agreed. So um, if anybody wants to check out Ride the Wave or any of your um, other music that you have out there or any future upcoming shows, obviously right now that that's still kind of in the air. If they want to check out anything you got going on, where's the uh, best place for everyone to do that? Oh, great. Thank you for asking. And the, the best place is the website. Every, everything. It's the hub. So it's jlsongs.com. That's J-A-Y-E-L-L-E songs.com. And everything is there. Everything that uh, any announcement, any, you know, link to wherever you prefer to follow or email. So uh, that's, that's the way to go. And um, thank you for uh, for asking. I appreciate that. Absolutely. I, you know, it, it it seems kind of strange that somebody wouldn't ask at the end of the conversation. It's like, you know, what's your socials? Go on, let let, let everybody know. So that's cool. Uh, as far as social platforms, which platform are you kind of enjoying uh, from? pushing or interacting on is are you more instagram facebook or you know i try to to do a little bit of uh, of everything which is not necessarily what the professionals recommend yeah <laughs> so you know a little bit of facebook twitter uh, instagram i also have uh tiktok i also uh put stuff uh up on pinterest which is interesting because uh, it's it's uh interesting uh, more so with images and uh, I also have a little bit of Tumblr going, so uh, I'm out there on on those. Um, and I'm not, you know, uh, heavily posting. I'm just, you know, letting folks know about the music yeah. when it comes out. I didn't uh, realize Tumblr was still a thing. I thought they shut that down a while. Yeah, back. could be <laughs> that I'm posting and that nobody goes there. <laughs> but I would be surprised, you know, things uh, in that world. I can pass me by. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, I still have an account and I still have it up. And every now and then I post something. Gotcha. Gotcha. Well, once again, it's been an absolute blast chatting with you. Really appreciate you taking oh, the time. Um, and I look forward to having you back on down the road thank and continue continuing the conversation. That'd be uh, great. And, and thank you for your work. Uh, you know, as I mentioned, I certainly, you know, favor interacting with you and, and folks in your world. And I'm totally grateful for you taking the time to, to do that because again, you know, human interaction, uh, the ability to, to ask great, great questions and, and making your guests feel comfortable talking about everything. I, I really appreciate that. It's, uh, it's really valuable for the, for the music and for the listeners. So thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and once again, thank you for joining us. Thank you everybody for tuning in and we will see you all tomorrow night. All right. Awesome. Awesome.